Hello, and thanks for joining Wicker Park Lutheran Church Sermons. Wicker Park Lutheran Church is a diverse ELCA Lutheran congregation in the Wicker Park neighborhood of Chicago. We gather at 10 a.m. to fully live into our incarnational faith as we experience God's presence in the gathered assembly, and we welcome you to join us. In just a moment, you'll first hear with a gospel reading from the associated sermon for the service that you're about to listen to. We hope that that gospel gives you some context before you jump right into the sermon. Thanks for checking us out, and we hope to see you soon. We shout out the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Well, then Jesus said, Therefore, you do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than them? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not clothed like one of these. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, this by far is one of my favorite services of the year. This is where we start to get some more choir members. We get to see what four-legged friends are going to join in for the future singing, right? We've got lessons and carols coming up and all these other good ones. And so it's good and wonderful to have you all here today, to see you with pets, to see you with pictures of pets, to see you with stuffed animals, to be gathered around in this place, to really acknowledge these relationships that, that better connect us with God and one another. I mean, after all, if, if you have a pet, you already know how they quickly become parts of our family. The ways that they help us decrease stress and manage pain. And one of the true realities that I had to come to realize as a hospital chaplain was that the dogs were often the therapy animals that people wanted to see most, and they didn't really want to talk to me as much as the dog. So if I walked on the floor and I saw the therapy dog was there, I knew it was time to go somewhere else because nobody was going to want to talk to me. I mean, we know that, that the dogs, the pets that we have, they are healing animals. They, they show us so, many love, so much love, and that's why those with terminal illness and cancer often have visits from therapy dogs. So too, pets have been shown to have positive impacts on things like autism and ADHD and diabetes, and, and they often help to protect young children against developing things like asthma and allergies later in life. So it's no wonder that today in our reading from Genesis that it was focused so much on this human-animal relationship. Now, it's really important to know that today's creation narrative is not that more probably well-known narrative where God worked for six days and rested on the seventh. That's probably one of the ones that we're more familiar with. However, there's a second creation narrative 
And, and this one, well, this one we discover that before those animals and birds were created, well, God actually first created humankind. Here, from the soil, God created the human, and the human did not become a living creature, if you noticed in the reading, until the breath of life was fully in that human's lungs. It was then, after humanity was first created, that God made animals. God made animals and plants to respond to the human's loneliness. It was then that we hear in the story that God created cattle and birds and snakes and iguanas and owls and kittens and gerbils and mice and all of the creatures of the earth. And while this is a fundamental story, a story right at the beginning of the Judeo-Christian texts, right there in the Hebrew Scriptures, how often do we see creation just as something that we can own or something in which we can gain from. We look at a forest as raw material and riches. We see cattle as hamburgers and hides. Animals are killed for their tusks and their shells and for sport. Pigs are heard squealing to warn others as they are slaughtered. Chickens are crammed into cages to produce eggs like a machine. And so often in the end, we are actually viewing animals and plants as a means to another end. We rarely see them as intrinsically valuable. We seldom hold on to the truth that we heard in Genesis that all of creation, all of creation, is our companion and our friend. And I have to think that it's far too often our own anxiety causes us to fear the future. That's what causes us to want to hoard onto resources and stock our fridges beyond what we could ever eat in case there is a famine ahead or a future collapse of the world and the normal order, we carelessly also say it's just not our problem. We demand comfort and novelty at all costs, regardless of what that means for all of creation. And then in our fear and in our selfishness, well, we mistreat the earth, we take food from our hungry siblings, and we believe the false notion that we are our own savior. You see, this sense of fear and its misaligned worship of money and power and influence, well, that is what Jesus was directly responding to today. You see, if we would just jump a little bit further back in today's reading, we would see that Jesus was talking about how we cannot love both God and money. He was going on to say that we can't love forgiveness and then turn around and seek revenge. We cannot love others if we only are loving ourselves. We cannot value service if we only want to be the one served. You see, in today's reading, Jesus reminded us that the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, well, they have been given, they've been given all that they need. 
After all, so many birds that we see on a daily basis, they're not storing food, they're not putting it away in barns and hiding it for the future, but instead these birds of the air, well, they are trusting that God will continue to provide their needs. And so too, the lilies, the lilies of the field, well, they're not worrying how how they can change their look with plastic surgery or how they can find the most luxurious of clothing or the finest cologne. For, for even plants, well, well, if their leaf is torn or browned or if their flower becomes distorted, well, God reminds us they are magnificent in all of their beautiful imperfections. You see, Jesus is calling us today to take on a new mindset. It's a mindset that he's noticing in creation, in lilies, in birds. It's a mindset of gratitude. Gratitude for what has been given to us to eat without the desire of storing and collecting and holding on to for our own. Gratitude for all the complexity of our bodies, the curves that we wish would just go away with Ozempic, all of our birthmarks that we wish to just have taken away, all the crooked teeth that we want to put braces on to straighten, all of those things, our beautiful curves, our our birthmarks, our crooked teeth, they all make us beautiful. And you see, The reason that we center on animals today is because this is the same essence that St. Francis of Assisi kind of saw and encountered in the world. Hundreds of years ago, St. Francis was known for literally preaching to the birds. And in one such sermon that he gave to the birds, he said, My sweet little sisters, birds of the sky, You are bound to heaven, to God, your creator. In every beat of your wings and every note of your songs, praise God. For God has given you the greatest of gifts, the freedom of the air. For you neither sow nor reap, yet God provides for you the most delicious of foods, rivers and lakes to quench your thirst. Mountains and valleys for your home, tall trees to build your nest, and the most beautiful clothing, a change of feathers with every season. Clearly, our Creator loves you dearly, since God gives you the gifts so abundantly. So please beware, my little sisters, of the sin of ingratitude, and always Sing praise to God. Yeah, there we go. See, if we were in another church tradition, we'd get more of that. I don't know. This is why I love the dogs. They're just, isn't that great, Kathy? Right on time. Perfect. Amen. There we go. It's some, anyway, I'm not going to go on a side note there. <laughs> Stick to the script. That's what I'm always reminded but this, this is what St. Francis has reminded us of today. Well, well, this is that gift of God's creation. This is 
the companionship with all of creation. Yes, the ones in our homes, but also the ones outside our walls. For all of creation, will they remind us of God's abundance and love? We are reminded that when we are only worrying about food and about clothing, about money and about success, about the future and about coming famine, well, you see, we forget to give thanks for all that we have been given. We forget that there is more to life than all of that worry. And so today, as we gather with our pets, or call to mind our pets at home, like my two beautiful little girls, the cutest, they are the cutest. These pets, these pets, all of creation, they're helping to remind us something that we as humans often forget. They're reminding us that life isn't only about storing food and finding clothing. Rather, life includes belly rubs and zoomies at night. Life involves games of fetch and long walks. Life is about digging in the dirt and swimming in the lake, about jumping and flying. You see, life is a gift, a gift filled with companionship and possibility. And that is exactly why, in just a few moments, we'll invite you to come forward with your pets, with your pictures of pets, with the image of pets in your mind. As we give thanks for their partnership. For as we give thanks for our pets, so too we're giving thanks for all of creation. We give thanks to our God who is loving us unconditionally. Our God who runs to greet us just like a dog with a wagging tail. Our God who says, you are beautiful just like a wild lily. And so my hope today is as we go off into the world, as the worries of the weak and the world and the rush of life consumes us once again, that we remember this moment. We remember to look at the birds of the air, to gaze at the flowers and the grass, to be with our beloved pets, for all of these things, all of these things are reminders that our loving God will always abundantly provide for us. Thanks be to God for that gift, and thanks be to God for all of creation. Amen.